Lock me back. Get Lock me back. Right, I'm about to. Lock Let me, me wait till I log on Facebook now. It's a Tupac trash, dog. Are you crazy? Hit him up. Tupac. Tupac. With the sweet finger roll. Bat time. Bat time. Because what you dealing with here is the brotherhood. It's non-stop. From this point on, we want the gold. Fuck up. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, come on. It's not to that. Hey, hey, you have step. How do you have step, bro? Tell me. Got him. Hello world, you already know what time it is, episode 59 of our podcast team. Yeah, trade alert. There's nobody on planet earth more popping than the boy Adrian Wojnarowski. His line been popping since the beginning of time with this trade deadline, man. That kind of rhymed. But yeah, man, we got everybody going all over the place. Our T is out of there. D Rose up out of there. Shump up out of there. How about we say just half of the roster is out of there? We could, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to name everybody that's on the team. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought so. No team alert. D Wade's up out of here. Crowder's up out of here. And the boy Shannon Fry. But mad trades going on during the trade deadline, and that's what we're going to go ahead and get into on this episode of the podcast. This is the Because I Said Show. I'm Because I Said So, and I'm Crew Socks Forever. Okay, so you already know who we got in the building today. To my right, I got the homie C. Rivera. I forgot to add uh, your boy Jordan Clarkson in the mix, too. Hey, man, my boy Jordan Clarkson, I'm sad for him. You know what I'm saying? Because we kind of talked a few times. You good? I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. All right, we good. And to my super far right, we got the most random person that I know. We have the homie. <clears throat> e Nix 100 Emoji, a.k.a. Henny G. The Cavs lost five players. I need a 10-day contract. Oh, you trying to pull up? I need a 10-day. Oh, you are? You know they ran out of players. Yeah. What heard, they going to do next game? Bro, I heard they trying to pick up Kendrick Perkins. Bro. I'm nice, bro. What? Hey, so Again? You, who? Yeah, Kendrick Perkins, Again? Bro. Hey, don't sleep. Come on, dog. So you you need to go up out of there, bro, instead of to do Kendrick. You, you, I, I, you, I could use six fouls. I know. I yeah. hack whoever you point to him. Hey, facts. You going to protect the run? Nah. <laughs> you can hack it, though. Nah. Okay. I hack you. That's what's up. We also got a special guest in the building. If he was a new guest, we would have the boy C. Rivera yell out the ad lib, but you know, he's not. We got the homie JG Smooth in the building. Yo, 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 what How up? How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. It's a good day. Dwayne Wade is back oh, in Miami. Luke Babbitt is talk back in Miami. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. Talk that talk. Coming from the top of the East. All right. <sighs> okay, you drunk. Yeah, it's a big drunk. three. You're super drunk. Man. Nobody super worried about drunk. Cleveland, man. Hey, man, look, look. You've been on the pod before. You know how this thing goes. Lit pod whenever you want it and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Greatly appreciated for you pulling up. Yes, thanks for, sure. for being here. Okay. Yes, and, and you know it's 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 great, man. It's 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 a lot of changes happening out east. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm proud of my dog LeBron. You know, but. You know, before I get ahead of myself, I guess it's time that we go ahead and get into that rundown, right? Is do y'all agree? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Do it. Okay. So, E Nix, what we got for the people? What's the rundown for the people today? We got these trades. Uh huh. We got Wojnarowski. 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 
We got Doing him. Stuff. We got the Cleveland trades. Okay. We got D. Rose shipping out. I know he's not going to like the Utah Jazz. Yeah. They're probably going to release him. Yeah, man. Hopefully. I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know what I'm saying? We got Rodney Hood coming in. Yes. We got George Hill coming in. Uh-huh. Jordan Clarkson coming in. Yes. We got Larry Nance Jr. coming in, playing yeah. for the same team that his dad used to play for. Yeah. Let's not forget that Sacramento made some moves. Yeah. Utah made some moves. Yep. Talk that Lakers talk. made some moves. Uh-huh. Definitely. So let's get into it. Let's go ahead and do that, bro. That's what we're about to go ahead and get into on this episode of the podcast. So the Cleveland Cavaliers, ladies and gentlemen, have finally made a Sam's Club pack lunchable, dog. Getting everybody and their auntie up out of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Bringing in fresh blood and doing their thing, I think. I think this was a great idea, you know what I'm saying? It was a great idea, man. So where are we going to begin with this? Man, it's a lot. It's It could be good. It could be bad. We could go from who won the trades to do you think they'll still get out the East? Like, there's so many different things we could talk about. Yes. So let's let's start off with these acquisitions and stuff like that. Y'all want to go ahead and do that? Who's going to do that? E, you got that information for us? Before we get into the actual breakdown of the trade, I think the trade sets up Cleveland both now and in the future. Both in a future where LeBron doesn't play for the Cavaliers and in a future where he does play for the Cavaliers. Because not only did Cleveland create cap space, but they also set themselves up to be able to attract a free agent if LeBron, in fact, does leave. Not to forget, they still do have that Nets pick with a pretty decent squad now, a younger squad than what they had before. So, Bingo. I think it definitely does work out in their favor. What free agent would they attract? I don't know, but with a third over—I mean, not third overall pick, but with the Nets overall pick that has the potential to be a lottery pick, you could build around young talent, have a young core, and be able to possibly attract free agents like you can right now with LeBron James being in Cleveland. Not saying it would be the same, but you could potentially have that same type of draw. This, this is the thing that I don't like, is that they hedge their bet. Like, you either go for to win the championship or go to rebuild. Like, they're playing, like, an in-between middle ground. Like, if LeBron leaves, we'll be all right. If he doesn't, come back, we'll be all right. Like, be the best. You're going to have an average team, and then your, your draft lottery pick is not going to be, like, number one. I think if, coming into today with all these trades going down, I definitely think that this was probably – the best outcome for a Cleveland fan uh, that you could have possibly wanted for this Listen, game. I, I totally agree, agree with what you just said. It was either have LeBron leave and have Isaiah Thomas there with all them trash dudes that's getting older, or have LeBron here for now, bring in some new blood. Like you, you already said, I mean, I'm not trying to piggyback on what you said. It, it, it definitely set the team up for whether LeBron stays or he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? That, that's That's facts. All facts right there. So what was the trade, though? What was the trade? Can you please give us the trade? Yes, that trade was Isaiah Thomas being sent to the L.A. Lakers for Larry Na- Oh, and that draft pick, the protected no, first-round draft pick. L- let me finish it. It's Isaiah Thomas, Shannon Fry, in a 2018 first. Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers, first-round pick. Because the Lakers did not have a draft pick this year. That belonged to them. And then Cleveland got Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. Both of these two players are bench players. Rodney Hood is also a bench player. Now listen, Rodney Hood before Joe Johnson and Ingles got into the mix was doing his thing. 17 points a game, I believe, or close to it. Exactly. That's That's what the problem is. He's been injury prone, but last year he was going off. Shout out to the boy John Sparks because he was in that T.J. Warren phase 
of this year, how TJ Warren was balling this year outside of his injuries, that's how Rodney Hood was last year. But then injuries came up. I think it was his hand. That was the injury of last year, but he was balling in our rages, you know what I'm saying? As far as an offensive weapon, and if you look at who was available via trade, he's better than anybody that's on that team that was scoring for the Cleveland Cavaliers, outside of maybe IT, but IT needed the ball in his hands just as much as LeBron did. Yeah, and they got Rodney Hood by trading some more players. So they traded, well, they got Rodney Hood and George Hill in a three-way deal with Utah Jazz and Sacramento Kings. Cavaliers send Iman Shumpert and a 2020 second-round draft pick. Thank you. Via the Miami Heat. Yes. To the Kings. Okay. Sacramento acquires Joe Johnson from Utah. Wow. And Utah gets Jay Crowder and Derrick Rose from Cleveland. Derrick Rose and Crowder, you know, I I greatly appreciate y'all services and all that type of stuff for the other teams that y'all played for. But when y'all came to Cleveland, dog, y'all were just manure. Clam chowder. You know what I want to say? They were a doo-doo shirt with gray pants in 2K. That's when you start 2K. That's the outfit you get. And then you ain't got no like king crown around your feet. You got 2K generic. You got 2K generic shoes. They don't even want to play with you. And you like 60 overall, bro. That's how they were playing. And that's exactly why I stopped playing 2K. But yes, you are right, dog. Like, I am so over everybody that was on the Cleveland Cavaliers outside of LeBron James and maybe Jeff Green when he decided to pop up and score 20 plus. It's relieving, you know. It was abysmal basketball by them. Nobody played defense. Nobody had effort. And then, like, you got this dude, Isaiah Thomas, out here snitching on the team whenever they lose, bro. I just did not get that, bro. everything Isaiah Thomas said was true, and Kyrie Irving can probably attest to that. Ooh, facts. Oh, you got something to say, Smooth? I think that, yeah, I agree with what he said. I mean, everything that Isaiah Thomas said was true. I think the team just kind of took issue with the fact, like, yo, like, you just got here. <laughs> you can't come into this locker room and just think that automatically you get to talk to the media and basically bash the team. Like, LeBron, I mean, LeBron does it, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it's LeBron. It's different when he does it. But IT, come on, man. Like, not only are you, like, the newest guy in the locker room, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're buddy-buddy with the GM. You're having, like, these private meetings. Buddy. Now you're coming back into the locker room and dudes are looking at you sideways, and then you go to the media and you want to sell out on the team. Like, you know, come on, uh, talking about like, oh, I don't want to be traded. Like, you know, like <laughs> I want a team that wants me. And then 12 hours later, you gone. Like, I love it. I <laughs> love Get him out of here. Facts, man. I thought he was going to be a good fit. And like I saw the pick and roll between him and LeBron. I was like, man, that's unstoppable, dog. If they really get it down pat. But like the the dynamic of the team as far as from a defensive standpoint and from an offensive standpoint was just you got two dudes trying to do two different types of things, man. Yeah. He came from Mr. Fourth Quarter to being traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers under LeBron to being Lonzo Ball's backup in less than a year. That's crazy. It was And funny. they're not re-signing them. Probably. They're probably not because they're, what they're doing now is from the Lakers standpoint, they're clearing their books, dog. Magic Johnson was thinking was he wanted a mass contract with 2018 and 2019 so 2018 would be Paul George LeBron James and etc and then 2019 would be Klay Thompson and Kawhi Leonard as free agents so two Matt's contracts I mean yeah we just watched them play tonight and you know they look pretty good they're they're impressive for a young squad that has a lot of you know young undeveloped talent right now 
without potentially, I mean, we don't really know what Lonzo Ball is really going to wind up being, but, you know, without him on the court playing with that group of young guys, I mean, it's a scary young team, I got to admit. And I be- I believe they could have made the eight spot if they were playing like this earlier this season. 23 and 31 right now. So, I mean, anything's possible. I guess they could potentially climb up to that eighth seed and, you know, maybe be able to see that Lakers squad in the playoffs. Especially with the way that uh, the lower West is, you know, like those Portland Trailblazer, Denver Nugget teams. One situation can happen and cause them teams to either collapse or move up to four or five seeds, if possible. But we still don't know. You catch what I'm saying? But the way that they're heading, the direction that they're heading, with the way that they're winning as of late, Definitely a good look for the Lakers as of right now. Number 11 spot right now, 22 and 31. Who's 10th? 10th is Utah, 26 and 28. They're probably going to fall. Denver is a scary team in the future. Yeah, what what place is Denver in? Denver's in 7, 29, and 25. Oh, they straight. They straight. I'm not really stressing them. They're not going to move anywhere, dog, to be honest with you. They should be right there. So the question is, would they get out the East with this roster? Yes. I'm going to have to go with no. I'm going to say no, bro. I think even with all this talent that they acquired, yeah, they got younger. Yeah, they might be a little bit quicker and able to score more points. But, I mean, with that younger talent, I still don't think that they're able to get past Boston, even Toronto. I don't think that they have enough firepower to beat them, to be quite honest. If you look at their positions, you really think they could keep up with Warriors, bro? No. Like E said, if you don't find it to win – they should just let it be like this season and just whatever happens with LeBron happens. But you can't keep – I don't think they could keep up with these teams. What they got in return was almost like role players. So now some got to adjust to starting more or playing more minutes and etc. Jordan Clarkson can do that. Yes, that's my man, Jordan Clarkson. I'm sad that you left, but at the same time, it's like – You should eat. When it's LeBron in the building, like he's almost like the, the lieutenant. So you got to respect it. The team now is George Hill as starting uh, point guard, which nobody talked about because he was sharing minutes with De'Aaron Fox. When he had the minutes, he was very effective. They traded him, though, and he has a toe injury, which is causing them to be leery as to why they want to pick him up in general. You got that going on. Then you got your boy Jordan Clarkson, who can start at the two. You feel me? Then at the three is LeBron. You know, they're going to swap off as far as guards go. Still got Kevin Love. Now you got the boy uh, Tristan Thompson, but he can come off the bench and let Larry Nance be a, quote, rim protector. I'm not saying that he is really a rim protector. His body frame isn't built for that. But he's a long body pause that can definitely consume the paint and make sure nobody gets in there if he puts forth that type of effort. The same problems exist, though. Like what, when, what it, when has LeBron James had a great team without three-point shooters or one-on-one players? Um, I really don't think, like, even when he had Wade, Wade wasn't the same one-on-one player when he was in Miami. No offense to you, Mr. Miami, that's in the building for the podcast. 2012? Dog, dog, no. No. Wait, when he saved LeBron? No, 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 no. When no. he lost the final, though. No, no, no. I'm talking about the year after. The the lockout season. Oh. Uh, against OKC. Good point. Wade snapped that final. Uh, definitely. He did. He, he dropped 40, did. I think, a couple of times he in did. that series. He did. You're right. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that's a one-on-one player. Yes. And a very effective one. Kyrie Irving, one-on-one player. George Hill is not a one-on-one player. Rodney Hood is not a one-on-one player. But nobody got it. Rodney could get it if he needs to. Bingo. If the situation presents itself, LeBron can set them up. But LeBron's on-game presence, bruh, is like a Kanye, bruh. He just, like— Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. If he falls back from saying, okay, 
I don't need to bring the ball up. Let me make sure that George Hill is bringing the ball up and he's the ball handler. Then LeBron can go ahead and be a small forward and do the small forward things that he was doing when he was on Cleveland the first time around, which is what OG LeBron fans want to see. But I don't think those days are here anymore. I think that was the beauty of him when he was playing alongside Kyrie Irving is that LeBron does so much for his team on offense and on defense. And Mm -hmm. let's be honest, he's the coach, too. So he's drawing up plays. Look, coach. Seriously, I mean, that's really what he's doing. But when he was playing with Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving was allowed to just kind of do his thing. And LeBron could kind of like sit back and watch and he could rest. And, you know, even though he's on the court, he can still kind of sit back and like watch the kid do his thing. Now, the thing that we have to wait and see is if Rodney Hood is going to be able to do this exact same thing. If Jordan Clarkson can do that. And, you know, to be quite honest, I'm not too sure if that's going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to see it because I, I definitely would like to see someone in the East compete with someone from the West. And I think that that potentially could be Cleveland. But I, I just don't know. I got to see it first. The thing is, if if if, if, bruh, if bruh, George dribbles bruh. the ball up, takes eight seconds to get the ball up, then LeBron James is not running any type of backdoor cut or off in the pick. So then you're gonna throw the ball at LeBron James and he's gonna hold the ball for eight seconds. That's gonna give that's gonna you know what I mean? That's gonna give you five seconds to shoot a shot. Let's do the math. Okay. The past three years that LeBron's been to the finals as a Cav, like just look at the 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 stat sheet, bro. Outside of Kyrie and K Love and LeBron, and sometimes K Love disappeared. It was Kyrie and LeBron. I do not wanna see players that are giving me four points, seven points, one point. 11 points through the whole series and stuff like that you can't do that no more the league is now built around destroying you having faster players than you you catch what i'm saying and you have to keep up with that i feel like when he brought weight on the team's age average rose up like six years bro oh, no on, offense man. no offense oldest team in the nba yes Get rid of Corver too, bro. I don't. Oh, I don't know about that. Corver okay. can shoot the three. He's the only player on that team that can consistently hit a three point. Best three point shooter in the NBA. Bro. Oh, what about Curry, man? Spot up. Spot up. Right. You drunk, bro? <laughs> Who watched the game last night? I didn't. I watched, uh, I watched the end. Looking at it, every time it would like walk the ball up or whatever, LeBron would look at him and it would be like, okay, whatever, bro, and he would throw it. With a pick and roll with LeBron and IT, they kept doing it last night, and Teague couldn't keep up with it. And Jimmy Butler and Teague was like miscommunicating with who's gonna switch. I just felt like LeBron, like he has to take a step back in a role almost, and just let every position do its thing. Like let the head coach coach. Sometimes I don't even see Tyron Lue anymore. I see like the assistant coach. I forgot. I don't know his name. Neither do I. So <laughs> it's know, like it's LeBron. Like that's that's what it I is. I feel like LeBron needs he, that he needs discipline almost in a way, and I feel like that's what Greg Popovich would give him. Greg won't he'll he he won't play like that. He'll be like no. Well. Quick side note, as much as I would love to engage in LeBron's slander tonight, <laughs> uh, one thing I did notice uh, at the, uh, I think it was the Magic, yeah, it was the Magic Orlando game just a couple of days ago. Yeah. I saw IT, that he ran that pick and roll like you were just talking about, the pick and roll with LeBron James, IT, you know, top of the key yeah. or whatever. And IT faded to the corner, wide open, like wide open. LeBron James is usually pretty spot on with his passes. And this just really speaks to how bad of a mix it was from the get-go. But LeBron James threw like a skip pass to him and i kid you not like it mi- like he missed strictly because it was just too small 
Oh, he threw it over his head? Like, the ball just went, like, yeah, it went over, it went over, like, the shoulder. <laughs> but, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, wow, like, that was a perfect, like, play, you know, perfect design. It actually worked out. They caught the defense slipping and everything, and he got a wide-open shot. But, I mean, IT was just too small. And, you know what, that's probably one of the most unfortunate things in this situation that I think is getting kind of glossed over is that, man, like, IT is becoming like a journeyman, man. That's yeah. To I mean, be honest. he went from fifth in MVP voting. This guy was like, he dropped fifty three points on what was it the the day was was it the day after his sister's death or like the anniversary? Yeah, like the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. in the playoffs, he dropped what? Yeah, fifty three points. And matter of I fact, I mean, the guy was a great, great story. And to see him be reduced to averaging what fourteen point nine points a game, and now he's. Getting traded to Los Angeles, it's it's tough on him, man. And then to be on another team after L.A. doesn't re-sign him. And it's like he wants the money he earned, deserves too. So it's like in the NBA you got to try out for your team and other teams. And I feel like he's not going to be able to try out at all kind of because of this injury. So it's almost like teams got to play a guess with him. Are you, are you injury prone? Are you healthy? You're saying you're 80%. He yeah. should be making more than $6 million a year. Of course. They Definitely. got him for a steal, so I thought they, he he was going to kill. But, dog, like, again, unfortunately, like, even the homie Tyler Eulis plays for Phoenix. Like, he's too small. This league is built – everybody's a rim – I mean, is a ball handler now, dog. Like, IT was – that Boston Celtics team was the perfect mix to allow for him to do whatever he needed to do within that offense – while compensating for his lack of defense, if that makes any sense. And we're going to see what's going to happen, I believe, on March 11th between the Lakers playing at home versus the Cavaliers. And if IT shows out, there's some animosity. As it should be. I mean, he thought he was going to be there. If you saw the book of Isaiah, he was like, I'm not tripping. It's just crazy that they would do that. Like, I'm not mad. Like, I'd be mad if I went to a weak-ass team. Yeah, I'm about to go over here to, to Cleveland with LeBron, and we're about to win some championships. Exactly. I mean, I don't feel bad that I got. Now look at you. You're probably going to, yeah, they're going to clear the books, and he's going to be gone. And I think his superstar days are done, dog. Didn't he film that in uh, California? All over, dog. Like, he, he, he was on his anniversary with his wife, got a phone call for Danny Ainge on his way back, Yo, you gone. Wait, 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 wait. So they were already shooting this documentary. This has been going on for like two seasons. This has been going on before the hip injury and everything. Oh, that's cold, man. Wow. So this documentary was going through his whole process. Like, it's called The Book of Isaiah. Y'all should go ahead and check it out. It's on YouTube, and you can see it. But, like, you see it. He was celebrating. Then he got the phone call at his crib, bruh. And then his kids, like, he's breaking the news to them, and they're like, well, at least you get to play with LeBron James. And I was so turnt for that junk. You know what I'm saying? Over the offseason. Everybody we, said Cleveland won that trade. Yes, and look at this, man. They done traded Kyrie Irving for a used tampon, an iPhone 3, and uh, they traded Kyrie a Ir- Tupac shirt. A little bit of numbers for you guys. Uh, with the moves that the Lakers make, acquiring a couple of expiring contracts, they're going to create, I believe, $47 million in cap space. That's going to give them a little bit of room to be able to sign a couple of players. Yes. Potentially, you know, one or two max players or maybe one super max player like a LeBron James. And, and then they also, if they make like a couple of other moves, I remember reading that they could create possibly $70 million with the oh, new wow. cap. 
So they're they're gonna have a lot of money to be able to spend, and they still have a really young core. So depending on what the draw is and what the free agent market is looking like this offseason, the Lakers, they could wind up being the winners in this trade like long term. Hey, DeMarcus Cousins and LeBron James. Filthy. It got a hey, his Achilles got a heel, but I like question when teams try get a core, right, in their building, and then all of a sudden you're like they're trying to get a superstar. Like it's kind of confusing. You get, for example, if they get poor George, you're already getting somebody similar to Brandon Ingram, but Kyle Brand- Kuzma. But they like I, I can see Kuzma, but Brandon Ingram, he's taking too long to uh, develop. It's to his develop. second year, though. Nah, this is like his third. No, second. It's still like Paul. Give me Paul George over Ingram. Oh, second year, though. I don't care. Ingram's okay, year not two. Growing fast enough. Listen, year two, Paul. Year two, Ingram. Who would you take? Paul George. Because you already saw his. I don't, I don't see like Ingram is taking too long, bro. It's he got to put some meat like on the, his bones. That too. What is his height and weight again? He's uh, like sits ten, sits. He's one hundred and eighty pounds. He's one hundred and eighty pounds, and he's almost seven feet. His mid range is getting is there though. It's building like he's I, hitting I just, it consistent now. With the Lakers, dog. Like I, I feel like Julius Randle, where that's his peak, bro. Which is good. These are Lamar Odom Miami Heat numbers. Like, he can get you 15, 9, and 5. That's solid. If you're trying to win a championship, I say go for Paul George, bro. Build around the Paul George, IT, and Lonzo Ball situation. Oh, and you got Kuzma. So that's four players, and you don't really need to have a, a real center. You catch what I'm saying? But They're obsolete. But with Julius Randle, he's a free agent this season, and there's reports that Mavericks may be able to sign him for 80 million. Yeah, because he's wow, the Dallas. Lakers only could sign him for 40 million. And he's, he's from, from Dallas. Dallas. Yep. I say take him. All right, so we got Paul George's second year in the NBA versus Brandon Ingram's second year in the NBA. All right, so we have a player averaging 12 points per game, 2.4 assists, 5.6 rebounds. Y'all let me know. Paul George. And then we have a player averaging 15.9, 5.4 rebounds, and 3.7 assists. It's Ingram the second one. Well, Paul George was playing behind Danny Granger in his second year, wasn't he? Ding. I believe okay. Danny Granger. That is true. Danny Granger was the go-to man and Danny on that Granger, Pacers team. Yeah, as far as his career goes, he had like one of the most exponentially grow- growing careers that anyone has seen before his injury. Honestly. Granger? Yeah, he went from yeah. like rookie, like single digits, to being the man to 25 per, you know what I'm saying? But then I forgot what happened. Knees. I think his knees. Did he, for- then he ended up on uh, the Heat. The heat. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, he chipped his tooth against like Boston or something. Yep. The tooth was gone. All right, so we got to talk about the Sacramento Kings. Yes. What do y'all think about that? Uh, washed. Put yeah. him in the washer. Dog, like, we really don't even have to waste no time on this, you know what I'm saying? Joe Johnson went over there to be with Zach Randolph and your boy uh, Vince Carter to go ahead and get their AARP cards in the NBA. You they're know about, what I'm saying? They're about to talk about stories of what happened back in the 90s, bro. You know what I'm saying? And they over there just, I think I think Sacramento doesn't know what they want to do outside of just pick up all these draft picks from uh, Kentucky, which is falling off, you know, as far as being the one-and-done team and all that type of stuff. Iman out there. All right, y'all sleep on Iman. Right, he could keep his little. But the, he might actually be good. He Iman, keep- no, I don't know, man. All this stuff comes to light. I'm like, he's trash. And then, like, him and his girl, Tayana Taylor, Shout nothing out Tiana. but goals, are out here doing VH1 uh, reality shows and stuff like For that. Real? So it's like, bro, get up out of here, dog. We don't need, like, all that stuff, dog, messes with what you're doing in the league. So you can go over to Sacramento, 
where the Knicks fans, shout out to John Sparks, who thought he was going to do something. You know, maybe he could do something for Sacramento. But oh, they I got Moody. Oh, yeah, they did get Moody. bro, does he have a jump shot? I don't know, but he was he, he was young. a solid point yeah, guard. Yeah, he's still young. And that's the thing. E and, and JG Smooth have a point, you know what I'm saying? We keep on saying he's young, you know, but he was on the Nuggets for the longest of Murray, Barton, Harris, and he still has not done anything. Hold on. I want to say this, right? They have Phil Jackson, right? They boot him out of there. Get out of here. Then they got Moutier. So it it makes you think. You think they regret not getting Dennis Smith? Oh, of course. Definitely. So I feel like that's what they were like trying to do. Like, let's get a clone of Dennis Smith Jr. And they failed miserably. Bro, man. you could have had Dennis Smith Jr., Malik Monk or something with Chris that's poor Zingus. Mm-hmm. And then they then they want to trade. Look, I'm I'm gonna go in for John because he, he he loves the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Then you want to trade your like potential big man Willie Hernandez, go whatever. The, Hernan the, Gomez, yes, from Spain, bruh. And then what I heard was coaches did not appreciate Chris Stapps and uh, Willie to sp- speaking Spanish in the locker room. The Knicks organization as a whole is trash, bro. Dolan, sell the team. He he. That's what he was saying. Weren't you saying that no, in the group no, chat? No, I was saying that. I was saying that. Oh, they, yeah, well, he never will, though. Shout out to somebody that was on Twitter. I don't know who it was, but they were like, yo, shout out to the New York Knicks for drafting an 18-year-old point guard that has asthma. Does he really have asthma? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. You want me to Google fact it right now, dog? Do it. Bruh, that is the wildest thing I had ever heard in my life. Yo, somebody pronounce his last name. Nelikina. He was doing good, and then all of a sudden he got hurt, and now he's on the bench behind uh, Jared Jack. Jack. But, yeah, man, you know, Utah did their thing. You know, the Knicks did their thing a little bit, and uh, Sacramento. But, you know, I think the biggest winner from this in a moral standpoint, is the boy D-Way going back to the Miami Heat. It's, it's your time, bro. This is the segment for Go you. Go in. Bro. Yeah, man, listen. Okay, All what's right. up, man? When Dwayne Wade left the Miami Heat a couple of years ago to go mm-hmm. and pursue his you know, childhood dream of playing for his hometown in Chicago, it hurt me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't right seeing Dwayne Wade in another uniform that didn't have Miami on it. It was uh-huh. just weird seeing it. And then when he decided to go to Cleveland... After he almost came back to Miami, I mean, it just broke my heart because seeing Dwayne Wade wear the number nine for Cleveland, coming off the bench with the the nappy hair, and oh my God, it just didn't look right because Dwayne Wade was a heat lifer, and I mean, we could get into the whole contract dispute with how he was supposed to make. I didn't even know that. He was basically, he was supposed to make, he wanted to make, close to 50 million dollars over the span of two years okay now being that he was an aging player pat riley didn't want to give him that kind of money yes but in my opinion he was a heat lifer so Dwayne Wade felt hurt by the fact that we lowballed him by like seven million dollars i think that's what the numbers came out to that's mm-hmm. where the dispute was but then we turned around and we gave 50 million dollars to tyler johnson don't get me wrong I like Tyler Johnson. He did Johnson. do his thing, though. Tyler Johnson can play, yep. and, and and I think he's very, very talented. But that being said, I think that money should have just been given to Dwayne Wade just because it's Dwayne Wade, and it's not like Miami was competing for a championship anyway, so you might as well have just given that money to Wade. Yo, but shouts out to Tyler Johnson, man. Tyler Johnson, he could play, and but, but, but I'm happy to see Dwayne Wade back in Miami. Yeah, but, like, real quick, dog, back to what you were saying, man, because we made a whole special podcast about him going to Chicago going home and stuff like that 
You are right, man. As far as a team goes of that stature with a player like that, you have to let him ride. And from if I'm not mistaken, he had never been the highest paid player on his team. When it was Shaq over there, right? Shaq yeah. had gotten like the max, which was twenty million That's a year, facts. something like that. Twenty million, because like back then the, the highest uh, contract was like was, five years, hundred million. Yeah, it was twenty across the board every yeah. year. And then yeah. so Wade fell back to bring in Shaq. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. We get a ring. Thank you, Shaq. You know he falls off and fades into obscurity. Then you got your boy, LeBron, come over. Who? LeBron James, not your boy, not your boy. I'm sorry, LeBron James <laughs> and Chris Bosh. And so they come in, and then Dwayne Wade is right here, and he takes a pay cut again. Lowest to bring pay. these two dudes in, yes, to bring these two dudes in to make sure that y'all get two more championships, which allows for him to have three now. Thanks for pointing that out. I completely forgot about the fact that he definitely did take a pay cut yeah. to be able to keep and retain those dudes for the time that they were in Miami. Exactly. And then for him to ask for that money on the back end when we were no longer competing for championships, it was only right that he received that money. But instead, we gave that money to Tyler Johnson. But we're righting the wrongs right now. The ship has been set straight. And Dwayne Wade's back in a Miami uniform, and it's good to see it. I'm, I'm very, very happy to see that. Yes. Hey, Jay Smooth, can you please tell me how much Whiteside is getting paid? I keep seeing the Heat play. Yo, Whiteside, yo, what's going on with you, bro, bro? He getting blocked. He falling to the ground. You look at his knee. He got all this extra. It look like he about to play football, bro. I mean, it's like we talked about last week, man. Business is business. Once you get your money, I mean, unfortunately, that's the way it is. His house is beautiful, though. I do think that uh, he has fallen off a little bit last year. I know that he led the NBA in rebounds, rebounding average. I think he averaged almost 15. Somewhere around there. I had him on my fantasy league last year. It was something around how he do the championship. He was he was doing his thing. He was doing his thing. But this year, I think he has fallen off. But we have a a pretty good rookie in um, Bam. Bam Adebayo. I mean. I mean, he's he's doing his thing. He had 18 and 15 the other night. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that young talent, I mean, it's kind of clouding, you know, or crowding, I should say, a little bit of, you know, Hassan's playtime. But, you know, we'll see where it goes. I like to see. I'm interested to see where Miami goes after the All-Star break. It's, it's, I feel you. It's kind of crazy how Dwayne Wade went from, like, a first-class organization from, like, Pat Riley to Boo GM from uh, Chicago to Dan Gilbert. It's it's kind of it's I feel like it could hit a toll mentally. You know what it's like, man? It's like you got yourself like you got like your ride or die, like your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your girl. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, you always coming home Where to her. Going? But then you guys decide to go your separate ways and everything. And you out, you know, you're doing your thing and, you know. You mess around with, you know, a couple of fours, a couple of fives, just so you can make yourself feel fours. Nah, a couple of rebounds. I mean, realistically, when we look at how Chicago played and we look at what Cleveland was oh, this yeah, year, that's right. I mean, come on, that's like that four or five that you, you just know, hop just... on the thoughts real quick. Exactly. Uh, ding, ding, ding. So cheap, you see cheap. what I'm saying? That's 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 essentially what it was. But now he's back home. He realized that he wasn't getting anything better out there. And, you know, he's he's where he belongs. They definitely should have paid D. Wade Wade. They definitely listen. They remember when Kobe last couple seasons and we didn't really uh, necessarily need fifty million a year. They still gave him the money. That's Kobe, bro. Bro, this is Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Kobe Bryant's to L.A. like Dwayne Wade is. Okay, but you think D Wade would still put up sixty in his last game? 
If he took so, 60 he shots, took 60 he might have. Yeah. <laughs> if did Kobe take 60 shots? Yes. 50. Oh, oh 50, never mind. Never Come mind. on now. Never Talk mind. about that 60-point game. Man. Utah wasn't hardly playing no defense. <laughs> man. That's very true. Come on. Real talk. Hey, in the middle of that game, they found out that they weren't even in the playoffs anymore. Like, they were supposed to win. They needed to win that game. Kobe bossed up. Okay, Kobe bossed up he too. He broke but, their dreams. But at the same time, like, at halftime, they found out that they were out of the playoffs. So, it I didn't you. matter to win because some other team had won. You know what I'm saying? So, they knocked them out of getting to the playoffs. Towards so, the end of the game, saying? Kobe was literally, like, walking the ball up the court and yeah, just bro. pulling, like. That was a great Sacramento wasn't though. playing no defense, man. I mean, not Sacramento, Utah, sorry. Well, hey, I tried, man. But, yo, D-Wade, glad to see you back. My boy, Jay Smooth, about to get that jersey of Nike. The Miami Vice one or whatever? The Miami Hot. Knights. Hot. Yeah, dog. City I, edition. I saw that joint, bro. Smooth, let me see it, dog. That thing is fire. Oh, bro. man, that jip is clean. That joint is fire. Yeah, bro. I seen it when I was in Miami. Would you rock it mm. with the South Beach LeBron? No, bro. I'm uh, trying to do colors, yeah, bro. it's uh, they have uh, they have them in the the South Ooh. Beach colors, the uh, the Vice colors. They you do know, have them, dog. I but saw it's over, those. But it's overmatching though. It's overmatching. Dog, I saw, uh, bro. I think Richardson had them on his feet. That, those that, things were yeah. fire. That's elementary matching, bro. I'm not doing that. You're not seeing me pulling up like that. What no. you What you got to rock with the uh, with the Vice shirt, bro? Just. Can't I, go wrong I with some know. blue gotta, jeans gotta, and some Vans. I got to think about it, but nah, I ain't pulling up with no South Beach 8s, bro. No, bro. Looking blue jeans like sleep. I'm pulling up with South Beach 8s, cuz. You could do that. That I ain't, I'm not into that elementary matching no more. You got the South Beaches? Any of y'all got the South Beaches? I had them. I traded them for Yeezys. That's when Yeezys was lit. So don't, still lit. So hey, Yeezy ones, about, yeah, bro. Yeezy ones, pretty far still. I think. Bugging. Yo, don't get on my boy, man. You know, my boy Cedric was in it way before all y'all little babies, including myself. <laughs> That's actual, all factual. So yeah, he the OG. He one of the pioneers. So that's gonna wrap up the show. I'd like to thank the homie C. Rivera for pulling up in the building. Yo, what's good? Yo, what's good? I hope all of y'all enjoy this podcast. And remember, don't be elementary. Elementary um, matching. You look like a coloring book, bro. He's asleep. I'm, I'm, not, I'm wide awake, bro. I had a South Beach. I'm wide awake. With the South Beach tea. You feel me? And to my super far right, I'd like to thank our sound engineer things, the homie. <coughs> E Nix 100 emoji, aka Henny G. Beyonce is the first person to have three albums hit one billion streams on Spotify. That's three bills. Okay. Can we give it up for the GOAT? Hey, Drake did the same thing with God's Plan. Nah, that's one song. We talking about three albums, <laughs> one crazy. billion. That's crazy. Queen B. I am Sasha Fierce. Shout out. Super name. Shout out B. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. And we also like to thank our special guest for pulling up in the building all the way from the 305, Mr. JG Smooth. Yo, 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 shout out to Red Bull. So again, we thank you for pulling up on the podcast, bro. We'd like to thank all of our listeners and whatnot, too. Shout out to the homie Ricky Wilborn out in B-Ham. Shout out to the homie John Sparks, too. Definitely. Shout out to the homie Orlando Brown, a.k.a. the real OB, bro. I see you banging with Crew Sox Fabric. Shout out to you for getting me that gift, too. You know what I'm saying? He was out in California, and he went to this Crew Sox spot that had all kinds of Crew Sox. He pulled up and got me a pair. Greatly appreciate it. What color? I don't even know, yo. It's probably in the mailbox right now, so oh, I'm going to go and okay. get it. 
even though it's two in the morning almost, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna pull up on it and wrap. But yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode of the podcast. This is the Because I Said Show. I'm Because I Said So, and I'm Crew Socks Forever.